This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. For more shows like this, visit our website at infinitepotato.com. Hey, honey, who's that dude who makes high clothes? Game show rules that'll stump Dr. Who The same one comes to mind That's a rare find With questions that's designed to intertwine your mind It's that captain Game show, never the same flow Winners on the menu, but it's never the same goal Just funning with some friends who end up contestants Keeping them guessing In this three-round session, I confess It's the best thing that's not on TV Transform pop culture into social graffiti It's me, the DB, the hip-hop advocate They asked for a theme song So I took a stab at it Crafted by like magic and handle till it's done flame broad like steak discovered in a one with the size of a whole cosmic potato we could get down if you're willing and able but you gotta be quick with it and quick with it improv on demand the host gets sick with it trust me there's no need for an alter ego you know we know it's just captain game show Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Captain Game Show. I'm your host, John Irons. Uh, I'd like to take a moment, if I may, to share with you all a bit of wisdom that the Queen of England once told me. Fat bottom girls make the rock and world go round. Let's meet tonight's guests. Rick. What's up? Philip. Shazam! and Neek. Hello. Tonight's episode of Captain Game Show will, as most episodes of Captain Game Show do, consist of three rounds of trivia and wordplay games, one round of intermission improv. Uh, I mix and match the games I play, and I will usually explain the rules for each game before we do it on the show. Trivia and wordplay games will typically ask a question or give a clue, and I will expect a particular answer for the guests to receive their point. Intermission Improv, I will set a task for them to achieve, and their points will be uh, determined based on how well I perceive them achieving said task. Games will either be buzz in, which means I'll just ask the question, and if you think you know it, you say your name, I'll give you a chance to answer, or I will assign questions to particular players. That is pretty much all you need to know at this point. Any questions from anyone? Not yet. Are we going to have to do Groot? That is a great question that I will never, ever answer. <laughs> I mean, you'll have to answer it eventually in the course of the show. Well, I mean, I suppose I'll answer it via context clues. If I just say Groot sings the hits. But I won't say, yes, we're doing Groot. Or no, we're not doing Groot. We all know how I feel about spoilers. <laughs> Round one. Round one. A new game to the podcast. Hmm. I call it Initially Yours. Fight. This is a new game, but it should be fairly simple because it's just basic trivia. I'll give you a clue about some famous person or character, and you tell me to whom I refer. I named this game Initially Yours because the name of every person or character in this round will begin with at least two initials. For example, if I said, this rapper turned actor is famous for his Kangol being on NCIS 
Los Angeles, and making a hit song inspired by his decidedly pugilistic grandmother. You would say LL Cool J. Regular listeners to the show know that I often make the toughest clue that I come up with the example. And also that I sometimes make the easiest clue that I come up with the example. <laughs> this was neither of those. Let's start with Rick. For, for the record, I have heard of LL. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that answer, but I have heard of LL Cool J. So that's, that's not the flex you think it is. No, it's not. <laughs> Rick. Yes. The legendary charlatan who co-founded his world famous circus with his partner, James Anthony Bailey. Oh, Philip Castillo. And I need to know his in his initials. The first part of this person's name are initials. Yes. You got to be so bad. Five seconds. I'm, I mean, I I I know his name is Barnum. I don't know the initials. Philip. BT Barnum. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Put you as PT Barnum and Bailey Circus. It just dawned on me as soon as I never mind. You were in Philip, this question's yours. <laughs> Fun fact this blues singer didn't have one favorite guitar. Oh, wait, actually. Sorry. Before we get to the fun fact of question two, I have a bonus for question one. And I will send it to Rick. The 2017 film, The Greatest Showman, was a musical based on Barnum's life. What was the Oscar-winning best song from that film? I don't know. I checked out on that movie about 10 minutes in. That's too bad, because the song was later. <laughs> Open to steal. Wow. This is me. This is me. All right, Philip. Now we can proceed with question two proper. Do I get points if I guess it right now? Do I get more points? If you guess what? The answer right now. The answer to the question I'm about to ask? Yeah. No. Okay, Let me ask the question. Okay. That way the audience can play along. Okay. Fun fact. This blues singer didn't have one favorite guitar that he named Lucille. In fact, he named all of his guitars Lucille. Philip. BB King. BB King is correct. Neek. <laughs> this bedimpled student of Bayside High had an ongoing rivalry with Zach Morris. Philip Steele. I don't know if you had a Canadian disadvantage, but the show was very popular in the States. This is Saved by the Bell, the show? Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh my God. It, so it, it's, is it the Slater character? Yes. And so he has his first name as initials? Yes. Jesus. I mean, I guess I could just guess any two letters. I, I suppose you could. <laughs> Is, is one of them no. a K? It is no. Philip. 
AC Slater. AC Slater is correct. I've been te- I've been tempted to say like part time Barnum and air conditioner Slater. <laughs> now you you'd be like that's incorrect. I so would I'm tempted. Rick. Yeah. Physical therapy Barnum. <laughs> This actress may be most famous for playing Captain Wims on The Shield or Dr. Hicks on ER, but to me, she'll always be the voice of Amanda Waller on Justice League Unlimited. I know those are words and I recognize them as English. <laughs> Thank you. Philip to steal. Yeah, I got nothing. Philip. CC Pounder? It's CCH Pounder. Uh, I'll give you half. If you didn't have such a lead, it would have been a whole point. <laughs> Philip, this is yours. Oh, wait, you know what? Yeah, this is how you know I don't record as often as I used to, I'm just, I'm dropping the ball. Meek, there was a bonus question on your Bayside question. What is the name of the actor who plays Slater? Philip Castillo. (laughs) I know this. Can you see him clearly? Yes. Two more seconds. I'm going to kick myself. I don't know. Philip. Mario Lopez. That's correct. All right. Uh, so now, Nick, here's your next question. Is that right? Wasn't the next no, question? It was Philip's. That makes more sense. Philip, this is your question. The father of the real life Christopher Robin and author of the Winnie the Pooh books. A.A. Mill. Alcoholics Anonymous Mill. And here's your bonus. Who played Christopher Robin in the 2018 live action film? Ewan McGregor. Also correct. All right. The trailer for that made me cry. I couldn't cope watching the movie. I didn't watch the movie. Uh, but not because I cried. <laughs> Neek. I feel very confident. You got this. Mm-hmm. Like many writers, this woman used her initials to avoid the sexism of the day as she wrote and edited classic episodes of the original Star Trek series. Rick just oh, DC Fontana? Yes. <laughs> it's cute. You thought you could steal that. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to get in to hopefully get a point. <laughs> well, here's your chance, Rick. Yeah. I don't There's think no I've bonus? ever actually. Huh? Only some of them have bonuses? Correct. Rick. Hi. I don't think I've ever actually seen one of the 17 episodes of this Sid and Marty Croft children's show, but apparently 
This giant puppet was a dragon who hung out with his human friend, Jimmy, and Jimmy's magic flute, Freddy. H.R. Puffin stuff. Where you go when things get rough. H.R. Puffin stuff. That's you never not... get a little, but you can't get enough. That's not that. <laughs> Philip. Uh, I just want to point out that I don't decide ahead of time which player gets which question. It just so happened that Neek got a Star Trek question and Rick got a 60s, 70s question. <laughs> Early 70s. Early 70s question. <laughs> what about This comedian was one of the original kings of comedy, along with Bernie Mac, Steve Harvey, and Cedric the Entertainer. D.L. Hughley. Yeah. Down low Hughley. Sure. Neek, uh, final author in this round, the British writer who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. C.S. Lewis? Yes. Rick. Hi. Oh, actually, well, so that, that's, that, was, that was the last <laughs> official question. Uh, but I have uh, three honorable mentions. Uh, people are characters that I thought of that sound like they might've worked, but I, for me, they did not, I did not include them because they were like, they were excluded based on technicalities. So you each kind of get a bonus question. Rick, mm -hmm. the sister from Dexter's Lab. Love to steal. DC? No. Uh, Neek, do you know it? Never seen that show. Been Philip. so long since I've seen it. I feel like you might technicality me on this technicality. Dee Dee. Dee Dee is correct. Dee Dee, yeah. I thought you could maybe ask for her surname. I'm like, I don't know what Texas surname is. I was off by a one letter. <laughs> uh, Philip, the woman who played Lilith Crane on Cheers and Frasier. I'm not ogashing oh because I don't know who this is and I have no context. It's because I do. Okay. Um, is she also in Say Anything? I don't think so. Okay. But I don't know. I don't remember her and Say Anything. Okay. Um, pass. I know it. Neek. Phoebe Newworth? Yes. I'm like, I know, I know her. She banged Riker. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember. Uh, yeah. Paper lock in the brain here. Uh, all right, Neek. And the last question goes to you. The long bearded musical group behind Legs and Sharp Dressed Man. ZZ Top? Yeah. Why does that not count? Because it's more than one person? Yes. I just want to uh, say uh, Christian Science Lewis. <laughs> Part of me appreciates you holding on to that. <laughs> but the rest of me does not. <laughs> All right. Round two. Round two. Uh, this is a game that I'm pretty sure Neek has never played. And you guys haven't played in a long time. Pictures on the radio. Fight. Ooh. Actually, Nick may have played this. Have you have you played Pictures on the Radio, Nick? I don't think so. 
All right. In this game, uh, I will actually send you an image, a well-known image of something, and I'll send it through your uh, Facebook Messenger. When you receive it, it is your job to describe the image that you are seeing um, in such a way that the other two players can try to guess what the thing is. For example, if I send you the Apple logo, um, Nick, if I were to send you the Apple logo, you would not be allowed to say Apple. You would not be allowed to say they make computers. Your only context is what you are seeing. You're not allowed to uh, describe what the company or the person or the whatever does beyond what you see. You can mention letters and numbers that you see, but you cannot say what the letters or numbers are. Uh, I, what I'm really going for is for you just to describe line, shape, color, that. But not if the shape is the name but not if the shape is the name or the color is part of the name. For example, the Red Bull logo, you cannot say red or bull. Sean was very mad at me about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I feel like you're treading too close to something that you're not supposed to say, you can, you can send me a question asking me if it's okay. Um, or I might ding you. And, and uh, you know, withdraw your opportunity. Best case scenario, person one describes the thing and one of the other players buzzes in and guesses correctly. In which case, person one, the describer gets a point and the person who correctly identifies it gets a point. Um, I know most of the time I say, I don't decide which player gets which question. This is one of the rare games. I absolutely make the decision of which person gets what, <laughs> which person gets what thing. And let's see. Let's start with Philip. Does Does anyone have any questions before you? Before can I before? Can I just point out to folks? It It very much helps to try to draw this as it's being described. Mm -hmm. That's why this is one of the hardest games to listen to when I'm driving. <laughs> uh, Philip, let's do. I have come close to getting in accidents because of this game. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. Ready? And obviously you can't say what the letter is. Okay. All right. Um, so it, it, is a, it is a circle with a letter in the middle. This letter looks like two Federation logos next to each other. The Federation logos would be mirrored. So like 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 one Rick. Motorola. Correct. Good job. Good description. Thank you. Man knows his audience. <laughs> uh Okay. Rick, this is going to you. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bastard. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I love you. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um Okay. So fortunately, none of the descriptors really have anything to do with what this is. So um Okay. The whole thing is red. Imagine a uh All right. A le- Hang on. <laughs> Are you sending me a question? Yes. Sure. Uh okay. So imagine a letter A that is squared off at the top. So it's more like a a rectangle with two feet at the bottom. And then close to the top of the letter A is a, a blue oval that is perpendicular to the, to the letter. And then on the left side of the A, there is an, a, a, a long oval that goes along the left side about uh, it about divides the the the, the a into thirds. Philip. Philip. Amnesty International. No. No. Um. Okay, so. When I say a letter A, yeah, I was say for the record, I would not have gone the letter A route, but I wasn't um, going to stop. <laughs> it, it's it's it, uh, or a letter H, but the the top is 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 squared off. So you've got you've got basically an upright oval with two protuberances at the bottom. And I really think Philip was the only chance to get this, <laughs> uh, unless I I greatly misunder misunderestimate you, Neek. Um, I don't even know how to describe this any better. Um, all right, so I can't use my hands. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, just I, just just. Draw it and say what your hand is doing as well. Uh, okay. Do. Draw an upright oval, an, an oval that runs up and down. And then at the bottom, give it to. You can say feet. I can say feet. All right. It's it's got two feet at the bottom. It's like it's like a it's like a cartoon looking tooth. If it's not, if it doesn't get wider at the top, if it's like, it's the same width at the top and the bottom. So it's curved, it's like a curved rectangle or he says an oval, it's, I'd say it's like a curved, very curved rectangle at the top. Yeah. And instead of two little points at the bottom of the tooth, it has like two feet at the bottom of the tooth. That's the 
that's the main shape. And then almost yeah. all the way at the top, there's a, an oval that is perpendicular to the long axis of the tooth. Uh, and then on the, the left side is another oval that sticks out from the, the, the side, the, the left side of the tooth. And I really don't have any other better way to describe that. And it's mostly red, except for the top oval's blue. Yes, it's all red, except the top oval is is blue. Although it doesn't necessarily have to be red. Well, I'm not allowed to say that, but you are. <laughs> so. mm -hmm. This thing could be a variety of colors and still represent the same thing. The Noid. Not too far off. I not. wish. <laughs> One year for Halloween, I dressed up as the Noid, and then we ordered a Domino's pizza delivery. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, I got, I've got nothing else to say to describe this. Any other guesses? This is the uh, little guy from Among Us. Okay. I don't know what that means. It's a video game character. Uh, that, that's why I was like, Neek, I had, I had no doubt that you've never played the game. <laughs> you were correct that I would that. I did recognize that. All right, Neek, I just sent you yours. Uh, it should go without saying, but you cannot say what that is. But I can say it's a red circle. You can say it's a red circle. Um, okay, so it's a red circle. What, you can say what the line inside is doing, but you can't say what the line inside becomes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. The red circle, it's got a white letter inside. The white letter is like a, a person with a, a cape, and the cape is is being flipped over their head right into their tummy. <laughs> the person is standing in profile, like very cartoony. And yeah, and like they've got either a cape or really long hair that's being going up all the way over their head in a curve to their front. Or you could also interpret this white letter as like um, a pen with a tail going up over their head. That's all I got. Or uh, if we take if we take Nick's cartoon person, uh, they're they're jumping rope. And <laughs> <laughs> and the rope is above their head and their feet are together and form a like they don't have two separate legs like there's just like one yeah. leg that, that comes to a point yeah is, is is the red circle solid yeah well yeah. it's a solid red circle except for the white letter that's <clears throat> you know planted in the center of it yeah 
Nope. I got nothing. See, I'm I'm not ready to give up on this one. This should, this should work. Yeah, can can you give a a, a I'm, I'm all right, so here we go. I went through every letter in the alphabet and I pictured it inside a red circle and I was like, no, 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 no. Okay, so it's I mean it's a stylized yeah. version of that letter. So it you know it it is I'll say this, it's recognizably a letter in context, mm -hmm. but you wouldn't necessarily if you just saw this symbol out in the wild without knowing what it referred to, you might not even recognize that it's a letter because it is so stylized. Is the letter perpendicular to the, the main axis of the circle? It's at a slight angle. It's slightly. It's almost almost italicized, but not really. Yeah. It's, I mean, not, yeah. it's, it's largely normal and upright. There's, there's a bit of a lean to it, a tiny lean to it. Is it Robin? No, good guess though. Okay, so you've got your outside circle, you've got your red circle. Um, your, your white line um, starts at, if the circle is a clock, your white line starts at just below nine o'clock. Oh. And it follows the inside curve of the circle until about five o'clock, at which point it goes up inside the circle that it's just made and then straight down to make the little point. Yeah. Wait, wait. Pinterest. Pinterest. Ah, oh. is correct. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to screen. Good job. All right, so that was. So this one is Rick, right? Um, no, it's Philip. Philip. All right. I'm not doing another one. <laughs> oh, but you are. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. And obviously you can't say that. Just the lines. Okay. I want you so it's a it's a it's a it's a circle um with a, a letter or part of it's extended. I'm going to describe the letter. I want you to picture um, the type of compass you use where you put like a pencil on one part and there's a pointy part. Um, so like, so, 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 so when you're drawing, like a drawing compass uh, and you put the pointy part down and you, and then you put the pencil side down and you turn it. Um, so I want you to picture that as like a letter um, and then and then superimpose that on a circle so that the circle is starting a little bit below the top of the circle is a little bit below the top of the letter and the does uh, the starfleet delta is not um, it looks it looks a lot it has like the same general shape um, however 
there's a bit that extends to the left and the right of the midsection of the letter. Typically, the letter doesn't have this, but um, it extends in a way that bisects the circle. Um, this this here is uh, the the circle and the letter that looks like a, a compass are red on a black background. Doesn't have to be; can be any color, but it is often depicted as red or black. Yeah, I was debating between using this or having no background and have the lines just be black. I figured this is a little more associated with the thing. The this lines aren't great. clean lines, um, if that helps at all in picturing it. It's not like a perfect geometric circle and a perfect compass. Um, in fact, I'm gonna start over. <laughs> Picture a circle. <laughs> picture a line through the center through like uh, the through the diameter of the circle um, that runs horizontally and that line extends a little bit outside the circle oh okay now i want you to picture a clothespin that's open <laughs> and the clothespin uh opens towards the bottom of the circle and the top of the clothespin is um a little bit above the circle and the way the clothespin and that diameter intersect looks like a looks like a letter, not like a perfect Rick. rendition of the, the Avenger symbol. It Very is close. yes. Can I okay? Tread lightly. <laughs> it's very close to the Avenger symbol. I sent you a message. No. Okay. But it is very close to the Avenger symbol. Anarchy. I think. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know no, I got a lot of. I, I know I got a lot of guesses on that one. If you want to not count it. <laughs> no, this game there is no limit to guesses. People go until they get it. All right. So Philip, you've had two, right? Mm -hmm. Nick, you've had two. Right? Yeah. Rick, have you had two? No. But the one you gave me was worth two. <laughs> mm, it was not. Buckle up. I've only had one. <laughs> okay, so all right, Rick, you had Among Us. Yeah. Philip, you had Anarchy and Motorola. Nick, you had Pinterest. All right, so Rick and Nika each owe you one more. So let's do Rick, and you can have this. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Um... <clears throat> All right. <laughs> okay. We're going to start with a red, a solid red circle. Inside the circle is a white five-pointed star that is that extends all the way around to the edges of the circle. Inside the star is a red cruciform shape. Mexico. Yes. 
Texting was it. Nice. <laughs> I was picturing a gas company, but I was like, I'm going to say the wrong one. And then, and then Nick's going to be like, it's the other one. <laughs> it is a gas company. Uh, I want you to just say same, same as before. <laughs> Sorry. Sadly, same as before. Uh, to say what the lines are doing. Okay, so it's a circle. I don't even know if it's always blue, but right now it's a blue circle. There are, I don't know if it helps to say that. <laughs> there are two letters inside, one on top of the other. Going with the like the clothespin thing. <laughs> the the first letter is at the top of the circle, but it's uh renversé, like a upside down clothespin. And then the letter underneath that is the same thing except twice, like mirror imaged of that first letter. Uh, Volkswagen. Volkswagen is right. We built a we built a vocabulary together. <laughs> Close pennies. I I I I had VM. I see where you're going with Volkswagen. If I I just yeah. I also literally had VM written down as well, and then I was like, "That's not a thing." <laughs> <laughs> this is what I drew. <laughs> Wow, so you're even closer than I, because I had like the V and the M like, like just like offset from each other. All right. That was round two. It was. That's what that was. That happened. <laughs> Which means it's time for intermission improv. And tonight... New wordplay relay. I'm going to set this place on fire. <laughs> Put some time on the clock. <laughs> Uh, tonight, uh, my players will be playing Mistakes on Purpose. <laughs> Test your might. In this game, I will uh, pick some common thing and ask someone to tell me what that thing is. That person will then define something similar to what I said, but uh, define it. They'll define the right thing the wrong way. I hope that's clear. Uh, this is the I I honestly don't play this game more just because it's hard to explain. Uh, but it's very easy to do. So, for example, uh, if I said, uh, "Philip, what's a cat?" and uh, Philip says, "Well, uh, a cat is like that middle tube that like beans and and preserves and things come in. You need a cat opener." to get into it. I'll say, no, that's a can, right, Rick? And Rick will say, no, uh, a can is a long middle sheet that you make cookies on or you or you fry fish in. I'll say, nope, that's a pan, right, Neek? And Nick will say, uh, no, uh, pan is what you put on one leg at a time. They go below your shirt, like, nope, that's pants. 
Uh, it's very important that all clues end with pants. I'm sorry, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, but yeah, it's I, the first few clues were rhyming. I didn't want you to make, I didn't want to give you the impression that these things had to rhyme. They just had to be close in some way audibly to the thing that is being described. I will be the person to correctly name the thing and define the thing and pass off to the next person. Uh, for every thing that you describe that I correctly guess, the person who described it will get a point. Again, uh, this game is very simple to play, very hard to explain. Does anyone uh, have any questions before we just jump in? Do it. All right. Uh, Sorry, we're always supposed to say the wrong thing. I will say what the thing is, and then you'll say, you will take, you will give me the wrong definition for the thing that I've just said. I'll start with Rick and Philip uh, for the purposes of demonstration. Uh, I've so played this before, but you have. It's been a while. Am I going first? Uh, I think Philip's going first. Philip. Okay. Um, I saw a commercial the other day for, or somebody was telling me about a commercial for a microphone. What's a microphone? We're in a particularly evil mood today. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I can think of like three things. <laughs> Rick, what's a microphone? Uh, it's 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 when you have an idea about a a broad population or environment, but you shrink it down to really tiny and use it as an example to describe the whole. Uh, nope, that's a microcosm, right, Neek? And you say no, a microcosm is blame Rick for that. <laughs> you said. <laughs> I said microphone. There's like lots of ways you can go for that. When this none game is over, good. I want to know what you think are the lots of ways that can go. Like you can, but none of them were good. None of them were like pan to pants. <laughs> That's a microcosm, right, Philip? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, um, <laughs> A microcosm is like a a very large space in between two things, um, such as no, no, that's a chasm, right, Neek? And you say no, a chasm is. Yeah, no, a chasm. Is that moment of pleasure? Thought you might go there. No, this is the one I, I avoided. Might... This is the one I avoided. Pretty sure that's an orgasm. I'm not giving that to Rick. <laughs> you don't really, you don't really give it to someone. They participate. <laughs> you can only give it yourself. 
can only give it to yourself and receive it. <laughs> I can still switch just to wordplay word relay. Don't. <laughs> God help us all. That's an orgasm, right, Rick? No, no, no. That's that's uh, a a living thing that has multiple organelles. Uh, nope, that's an organism, right, Philip? Uh, no, that's like a really fancy piano you often see in like cathedrals or big churches. No, 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 that's an organ. Right, Nick? <laughs> no, that's what you bring to you when you go to Riza. <laughs> That's the Horta? Horgon. Okay. That's the, that's the Horgon, right, Rick? No. <laughs> Please don't go into a bunch of Star Trek stuff. I'm never going to get No, those. I'm not. I, I thought you were going to say that's uh, where that sex worker leaves. Uh, that's, yeah, I was gonna, that, that's, that's when that's a, a person who you pay to have sex with. No. <laughs> Pick something else. Uh. <laughs> Um, that's I, a garden tool, right? Nope, that's a hoe, right, Philip? <laughs> no. Um, that's <laughs> when there's an empty space in a cylindrical shape. No, 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 that's a hole, right, Nick? No, that's a, a little animal that lives underground and can't see. Nope, that's a mole, right, Rick? Uh, uh, <sighs> that's a mole, right, Philip? No, that's the thing when you score in hockey or, or on football. No, no, no. That's a goal, right, Nick? Uh, no, that's a piece of ceramic you put your fruit into. <laughs> that's a bowl. Uh, that's a bowl, right, Rick? Uh, no, that that's a that's the, the your lower intestine. No, that's your colon. Bowel. That's your bowel. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's better. I haven't decided. <laughs> that's the that's your that's your bowel, <laughs> Philip. Um. Yes, the, the thing you used to dry off. No, that's a towel, right, Nick? Five seconds. No, that's um. That's. A type of uh, letter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a vowel. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's just. Uh... All right. Round three. <laughs> round three. Final round. Final round of the game. Stream of consciousness. Fight. 
Uh, typically, questions on these games are often just this side of random and only held together by the slightest of threads. In this round, you don't even get that. The only thing that the answers in this game have in common is this game itself. Each question will pick up on some word or phrase from the previous question. And as always, as I began writing the questions for this round, I had no idea what any of the questions would be about. Just do your best. Uh, this round does come with some bonusy goodness. If you can guess which word or phrase that I'm actually using as a springboard to the next question, you will get an extra point. Uh, I will assign the questions, but as far as guessing which word is going to be the uh, the connecting word, everybody gets to guess each time. All right, let's start with Rick. Okay. So I was looking around the room when I started to write these questions, and I saw an incense holder that I sculpted years ago shaped like a man raising his fist to curse the heavens. Speaking of curses, what was the name of the woman in Greek mythology with the gift to tell the future, but was cursed by Apollo so that no one would ever believe her? What is there? Um, I'm... Shame to say I don't know that. Uh, the, the, the Oracle? Philip. Cassandra. Cassandra is correct. So, lady and gentlemen, tell me which word or phrase you think I am making the, uh, the linchpin of the next question. Speaking of curses, what was the name of the woman in Greek mythology with the gift to tell the future, but was cursed by Apollo so that no one would ever believe her? Rick, what's your choice? Gift. Philip, what's your choice? For the record, Apollo. before you guess, you guys can't pick the same word. It's not like he used it up, if you're so inclined. Uh, Rick, you said gift. Philip, you said Apollo. Apollo. Neek. Rick. Philip, this one's yours. Speaking of gifts, what three gifts allegedly were delivered to little baby Jesus by the wise men in Bethlehem? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yes. Next word. Speaking of gifts, what three gifts allegedly were delivered to little baby Jesus by the wise men in Bethlehem? Did I say the three wise men the first time? No, by the wise men in Bethlehem. You know the answer is not three. <laughs> that would seem to be the case, wouldn't it? <laughs> Unless I just messed up and I never do that. Rick? Uh, three. <laughs> Philip? Wise. Neek? Baby. We were setting you up to say men, but that's all right. Speaking of wise, Nick, this question's yours. In which Star Wars film did the Dark Lord of the Sith tell his impressionable young pupil the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Philip, just do. 
Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> you know well that's done. that's a meme for like a thing no one cares about. It's like the idea of like over-explaining something, something that doesn't care, people don't care. Like maybe like I'm doing right now is you start saying, have you ever heard the tale of Dark Plagueis the Wise? What? <laughs> Rick. <laughs> like, do, do you want to give a, a yeah, guess about the word? Uh, okay, so for the record, Philip, my my deadpan stare response was because you set it up. You're like, I'm doing the thing and nobody oh, cares I about see. what I'm saying. I see. Yeah. I had I'm I'm required to go along with the bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So what word am I using? Speaking of wise, in which Star Wars film that did, did the Dark Lord of the Sith tell his impressionable young people the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Uh Neek, what do you think? Dark. Uh, Philip. Pupil. Rick. Tail. Rick, this question is yours. Speaking of impressionable, <laughs> which of the following impressionist painters, Manet, Monet, Cezanne, Cassat, Degas, or Renoir? was actually a woman. All of them. Um, <laughs> Is that your answer? No. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, can you give uh, the list again, mm-hmm. please? Manet, Manet, Cezanne, Cassatt, Degas, Renoir. Monet. Incorrect. Open a steel. Cassatt? Cassatt is correct. Mary nice. Cassatt. Okay. Speaking of impressionable, which of the following impressionist painters, Manet, Manet, Cezanne, Cassatt, Degas, or Renoir, was actually a woman? Philip. Monet. Rick. Painter. Neek. Woman. Philip, this is yours. Speaking of Monet, singer Victoria Monet has written or worked on several hit songs for other artists, including Thank You Next for This Woman. Anna Grandy. Grandy? That's her name. All right. She's Italian American. Ariana Grande. She's not Hispanics. It's not Grande. Uh, all right. So, what word am I using? Uh, I want you to know. I thought you could do a bit with money. I thought you'd be like speaking of money. I <laughs> that would have been within the acceptable realms, I believe. Uh, speaking of Monet, singer Victoria Monet has written or worked on several hit songs for other artists including thank you next for this woman. Rick, what word am I using? Artist. Philip. Thank. 
Nick. Next. Uh, Nick, this is yours. Speaking of next. Nice. The 2007 film Next was about a Las Vegas magician who could see the future, who's being sought by the FBI in the hopes that he can prevent a terrorist attack. Who played the magician? I'm guessing you've never seen this movie. Have you ever heard of this movie? I've never even heard of it. Victor Steele. Three seconds, Nate. I got nothing. Rick. Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Philip Tissio. Philip. Nicholas Cage? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. All right. One of our top five Bacton Coppolas. One of the top three Nicholas Cages in the business. <laughs> Speaking of Next, the 2007 film Next was about a Las Vegas magician who can see the future, who is being sought by the FBI in the hopes that he could prevent a terrorist attack. Who played the magician? Uh, Rick, what's my word? What was, what was the date? 2007. 2007. Neek. FBI. Philip. Loss. Speaking of attacks, bear attacks in North America seem to be on the rise compared to recent years. What kind of bear is the most populous in North America? Rick, this is yours. Black bear. Correct. American black bear. American black bear, stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> You tried not to laugh, then you laughed. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and what is the word? The next word. Speaking of attacks, bear attacks in North America seem to be on the rise compared to in recent years. What kind of bear is the most populous in North America? Philip. North. Neek. Populous. Rick. Uh, attack. Uh, Philip, this is yours. Speaking of rising, the process of yeast eating the sugars in the flour and releasing carbon dioxide and ethanol is what makes bread rise. What is the name of this process? Fermentation? Say again. Fermentation? That's correct. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Your last opportunity for bonus opportunity, opportunity. <laughs> Speaking of rising, the process of yeast eating the sugars in flour and releasing carbon dioxide and ethanol is what makes bread rise. What is the name of this process? Uh, Rick, what's my word? Ethanol. Philip. Carbon. Neek. I don't remember the sentence now because I was going to say carbon. What's the sentence again? Carbon is acceptable. Speaking of rising, the process of yeast eating the sugars in flour and releasing carbon dioxide and ethanol is what makes bread rise. 
What is the name of this process? Bread. All right, last question goes to Unique. Speaking of eating, which Willy Wonka kid was not punished for eating chocolate, but for eating gum? I guess I should say chewing gum. Violet Beauregard? Yeah, that is correct. Good job. Man, how long is this episode? All right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me total the points. I'll be happy if I broke five. <laughs> you broke five. <laughs> <laughs> you can be happy now. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Final scores. Rick, 12 points. Oh, all right. Not bad. Philip, 26 points. Yeah. <laughs> Neek, 15 points. It was pretty uh, clear it was Philip's game. <laughs> it was it was hard fought and it was it was it was so close, you guys. So close. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Philip. Congratulations, Philip. You are tonight's winner. Yeah. Sorry. For for podcast. the podcast audience, I threw my hands up and I rained down. <laughs> While his hands were in the air, he did in fact care. <laughs> Philip, as is tradition on the show, is there anything you'd like to pitch, plug, or promote? I'd like to promote Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and that's all I'll say. All right, so I'm interpreting that to mean you saw it and it was good? I did see it, yeah. Remember, I, I tried to pitch it to you as a four-quadrant movie? I don't remember that at all. I'm standing Rick. with you and Chris White, and I was like, it was this was like a couple days ago. Yeah, I remember, I remember standing there. <laughs> yeah. Like he's saying something, just nod, just nod like mm -hmm, yeah. it was late, man. <laughs> Rick, uh, you can find me on that Star Trek podcast right here on the network and on Moon Show, a all mankind podcast, uh, and soon, uh, a my new show called Geekly World News. And uh, and yeah, Haunted Mansion is a lot of fun too. Go see it. I've seen that. It was it wasn't bad. I meant to tell you, Rick. Um, mm. I meant to I meant to say it before we recorded the last thing we recorded, and between recording that episode and this episode, but I forgot until just now. Um, you were debating between Geekly World News and all the news you nerd to know. Mm -hmm. Uh, you should have it be Geekly World News colon all the news you know to know. Make that be the tagline. I can do that. Just a thought. Yeah. Neat. Where can folks find you? You can find me here at the Infinite Potato Alliance hosting Moon Show. Moon Show. Moon Show. A For All Mankind okay. podcast. And you can also go to superanemic.com to read my comic recaps of Star Trek episodes. And you should. Yes, yes, yes. Um, is there a movie you'd like to promote since you were here? I mean, everyone's already seen Barbie, right? 
Not yet. Well, see, Barbie. My, we got yeah. COVID last week. We were going to go last week, but we all got COVID. And those of you who have seen it, it's worth seeing again. As for me, you can find other episodes of Captain Game Show wherever you found this episode of Captain Game Show. Uh, you can find other fine podcasts, as the aforementioned, on the Infinite Potato Alliance Podcast Network. Please, dear listeners, uh, subscribe to the show, like it, share it. Uh, give me... Um, a more than middling number of stars uh, leave a comment telling me what you like about the show or what you don't like about the show or what you wish the show was instead of what it is I'm not saying I'm going to change it but I'm curious I'm a curious guy thanks everyone and I hope you do listen you never know I might take your suggestion then the next time you listen it's the, hey it's that thing I thought he was full of shit but he actually did the thing I might do the thing you and Angela Bassett? Sometimes she does the thing. <laughs> Lauren Hill does that thing. I never know you what want. the thing is, and then they change the thing, and then I thought I was doing the thing. And Well, to be fair, the thing changes itself. Yeah. It's a shapeshifter, you see. <laughs> Catch you next he's, time. I think he's normally armed. On Captain Game Show. After credit bonus scene. Yes, I'm on a podcast. And you cannot absolutely not say anything about what you see on the screen right now. Because <laughs> I'm trying to describe it without saying what it is. So just. Yes, you do. No. Just go away. <laughs> After credit bonus scene. I had a friend who uh, one year went on a, a cross country drive and, they, and, and he spent a couple of days in Yellowstone. And a bear literally ate his car. The bears in Yellowstone know that people hide food in their cars. Mm -hmm. And so they, he showed, he put pictures of it. Like they bent the window of the driver's side door literally all the way down and then tore out the seats looking for food in the car. Bears are scarily smart. Yeah. (laughs) Smarter than the average bear. Yeah. I'm going to cut both of that out. I'm cutting yours out too, Philip. <laughs> My mind was poorly timed. I thought he was done. So no, it's, it's just it, neither one. I, I don't even know if I'm going to even keep the whole bear story in there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you the truth. After credit bonus scene. No, I'm just saying Rick would not know that. No, I does. What was the thing? Like the first question? He was like, I don't know who that is. LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> I know who LL Cool J is. <laughs> what was 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 knock you out was that him that was that was him yeah hey yeah <laughs> again not the, not the place you think it is after credit bonus scene i said uh, a version of this joke on blue sky and i got nothing i'm gonna do it here i feel like there's something to um love you down and uh sex you up that they're like opposites mm-hmm Okay, the only version of I want to sex you up I ever saw was Shatner doing it, and it was an it's an emotional scar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just what? What? yeah, that was a sentence. Wow. I... <laughs>
after credit bonus scene. So I will come up with ideas for the intro jokes for Captain Game Show, and I'll you know, and I'll come up with ideas for. You might hear John say, for the end of Cosmic Potato, and I'm trying to remember. I don't think I've actually done this one or not. For you might hear John say, but it's basically. You might hear John say, you know, logistically, 96 should have all the same implications as 69. But of course, nobody ever thinks about 96 because 69 always comes first. (laughs) What? No. No. You're saying logistic... You're not wrong. That's 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 the beast of zero backs. Mm-hmm. That's the yin and the yang, all up in it. That's yang and yin. No, that's, that's not yin that's, and yang. That's, that doesn't the, work at all. Oh, the yang I'm, is yin. <laughs> it's deep yin. I'm gonna hang out. <laughs> <laughs> this, this madness has gone on long enough. <laughs> hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? No. I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. It's a Sith legend. Darth Plagueis was a dark lord of the Sith, so powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the midi-chlorians to create life. He had such a knowledge of the dark side, he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. He could actually save people from death. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. What happened to him? He became so powerful. The only thing he was afraid of was losing his power, which eventually, of course, he did. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew Then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. Ironic. He could save others from death, but not himself. Is it possible to learn this power? Not from a Jedi. (laughs) 